Pulp MX Network production. It's the NFAB Racer X Fantasy Moto Show on PulpMX.com. Presented by Scott Motorsports, Rocky Mountain MC, and Pro Taper. Welcome, everybody, to the NFAB Racer X Fantasy Supercross Podcast Show. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. We're here to help you win at your fantasy games, and there's a lot of these games that offer a lot of cool prizes, uh, whether it's uh, motorcycles or, or motorcycle parts or uh, cash money in some cases, uh, whether it's Moto Dynasty, Motocross Fantasy, or the folks at Rocky Mountain ATV MC as well. They have RM Fantasy SX. We can, uh, we can help you win, and uh, we've been playing each and every week. We'll review how we did. Look ahead to Seattle this weekend and um, try to help you guys uh, uh, do the best you can at fantasy. Even though the games changed their handicaps, Dan Truman, uh, halfway through the season, three-quarters of the way through the season. Not happy about it. No, no. But it is what it is, and we'll talk about how we did with that. Uh, uh, how's everything a get in Athena for you? Things are good. And, you know, the Supercross season's winding down. We're getting more into the outdoor swing now. A lot mm-hmm. of teams are testing outdoors and and getting ready for that and um you know i think with the fantasy thing we can pretty much predict where the guys are going to be for the most part and right you know it's kind of kind of i'm ready for outdoors um now chad reed uses a get uh uh, launch control and get ecu on his bike is there anything that keeps it from moving when blue flags come yeah it uh it doesn't recognize color so he wasn't sure if he kept seeing the white flag. The oh, flag. yeah, okay. All right. Yeah, make, like, so, yeah, he just was, you know, he's battling. Makes perfect sense, man. Yeah, that sucks for sucks for Dunge, for sure. Um, yeah, see, Dunge don't use it. You know, if Dunge right. used it, no problem. Right, yeah. He, he, he could have just launched his way past Chad Reed with using the Correct. GET system. Correct. Um, and Fab. Uh, speaking of uh, uh, get the the folks at JGR Suzuki use it, and they also use uh, NFAB, n-fab.com. The Rocky Mountain ATV guys, KTM, they use uh, NFAB as well. Uh, headed to the trucker tracker trails this weekend. You want easier access into your vehicle after a hard day of riding? NFAB provides several step solutions, including the classic Nerf step, the Endura step, adjust a step, and many more. N-fab.com, five-year finish warranty, lifetime craftsmanship warranty n-fab.com. Also, rmfantasysx.com. You have a new chance to win every week, and it's free to play. Uh, Dunlop and video games and A-Stars and DC and Motion Pro, all available to win from the folks at uh, uh, Rocky Mountain. Pro Taper, Geico Honda, Rockstar Husky, the Ice One Husky guys, the JGR guys, from their very first innovation, which was the oversized one and one eighth bar that you saw on Bradshaw's bike, to now that Anderson uses right now, among others, uh, the, the they provide an exciting, innovative, and complete line of products to fill the control and drive needs from today's serious racer to the average weekend warrior. They got a lot of cool hard parts over there at Pro Taper. Our buddy Paul really working hard to get hard parts going. Truman. Yeah, I use uh, everything they make pretty much from <laughs> handlebars to foot pegs. I mean, it could be because I get a discount, but either way, I think it's awesome. Yeah. Scott-Sports.com. Do you use Scott-Sports.com or do you use whatever Chad Reed uses for goggles? Um. I've always wore Oakley back when Chad wore Scott, so uh, I think okay. Chad uses what I use. Oh, okay. But right. uh, I like the Scott goggle. Um, I just I don't know Noel's good enough to get a discount, and I'm pretty cheap. So, right. Yeah, yeah. That's what I, 
what I do. Uh, I admire the honesty. Uh, at Scott Motorsports on Facebook and Twitter, Instagram as well. Uh, the uh, Toyota JGR Suzuki guys, the Rocky Mountain KTM guys, and uh, Christoph Purcell, Russell Weenan. They all use Scott Sports. The new prospect goggle is killing it. Um, thanks, everybody. NFAB as well, uh, of course, the title sponsor of this. And we got Ray Butts come up from uh, Rocky Mountain later on, Truman. He, uh, he joined us to talk about his game. He's an avid fantasy player. He loves it. Um, and then uh, he gets to pick his own guys for once with Baggett and Millsaps. Yeah, I talked to Ray this week at the race, and, uh, man, he, he can talk fantasy with me and JT and, and you and, and Paul like like the best of us. And the funny thing is is he's doing just as bad as we are. Yeah. And, uh, you know, everyone that gives us crap and says we have such an inside, uh, you know, Ray's busy at the races. You're busy. We're all – when we go to the races, it's tough. I'd much rather be on my couch. And, you know, I think uh, sometimes it bites us actually being at yeah. the race. Sometimes it helps. Sometimes it hurts. I'd, I'd say that for sure. Um, all right, let's get into Moto Dynasty from the, for the week that was at St. Louis. And uh, I had Eli Tomac right, 35 points. We talked about uh, Marvin um, challenging, getting in the, in the mix um, from here on out. But, uh, Dan, you don't think so. You think there might be a little bit of Marv backing, it, backing off a little bit? Yeah, I'm not. Uh, I had Eli first. I put Dunge second. I just think at this point the championship's down to – it was seven points going into St. Louis. I don't think that – KTM is saying Marv, don't be Dunge, but mm-hmm. I think Mar- Marv is not going to be Dunge no more. Unless, you know, Dungey was to crash in the first turn yeah. and Marv just happens to be in second. But they started 2 3 this week in St. Louis, and I know Marv had a crash in practice and everything else, but I just don't think he was going to, he wasn't going to beat him this weekend. Yeah, Dungey, but on the flip side, Dunge has ridden the best he had in a while. So Yeah, for sure. I text JT, and I, think, I believe you, and, and I said, I think Dunge is, you know, he's trying obviously he's trying every weekend but this weekend he was different you know he was a little bit different he yeah. came to st louis he was fast in practice and and everything so he was for, for me it's uh i just don't see marv not that he can't i just don't see marv being yep. done you know i just think that the points are too close at this point and um you know i think that going into this weekend we'll talk about it but the track could play a factor so for sure uh i had tomac one marv second ryan third so i was off on that i had baggett fourth which, I mean, he's been there every week. He just didn't get a great start. Uh, Anderson did get fourth. Um, Seeley fifth. One off on him. Anderson sixth. Chad Reed seventh. We all know what happened there. I had Brock Tickle correct in eighth, though, uh, for 30 points. Uh, Millsaps I had ninth. And uh, he, he Davey was up there, but he fell. Uh, Wilson I had tenth. Uh, Brayton I had 11th. Um, and Brayton got tenth. And Cooper Webb I had 12th. And once again, Cooper Webb failed again in the top 12. So... The surprises this week uh, was Mookie got in the top 12 and rather easily had his best race. We didn't think Brayton could get in the mix. We thought Webb would be there. We thought Barsha would be there. Uh, and Chad, of course, was an automatic top 12, we thought. So um, I didn't do that great. I had two guys correct, Eli Tomac and Brock Tickle. And I missed out on on, on uh, three guys. And the three guys I missed out on, Mookie, uh, Grant. Why didn't I have Grant? I didn't have Grant in the top 12. Um <laughs> Mookie, Grant, and um, Bogle is what I missed out. How'd you do? You didn't have Josh Grant in your top 12. That no. Just, he must, you, just had to, you just had to overlook that, right? How did he qualify? Hold on. Let me look here. Let me look. He it, might, it doesn't matter. He got six the week before. He's been getting better every weekend. There's just You couldn't 
think Brayton's going to beat Grant. They qualified ninth, so there, there is no excuse. I don't know. I, you know what? I mean, I just have more faith in Cooper Webb than Josh Grant, but I, I've been wrong two weeks in a row. Yeah, I just you know? I think Josh Grant's a stamp at 12. I did pretty good. I still had three zeros like you. They were different zeros, but I did have three zeros. I had Tomac, Dungy, and Marvin and Anderson correct. One, oh, two, nice. Three, four. So I did really good there. Uh, I had Baggett fifth. So I was, uh, you know, two off on that. I, I thought Blake would be better. I think Blake rode awesome. He just had a bad start. Um, Sealy sixth, Tickle seventh. I had Barsha in eighth. I was, I was kind of on the Barsha bandwagon. I thought he was going to get better after the last few weeks, and I don't. I think he must. He had to have crashed or something to be that far back. But uh, I got a zero there. I got mm-hmm. a zero from Millsaps in ninth. I had Josh Grant tenth, so I was way off on him. But at least I put him in there. I had Dean Wilson 11th, and I had Cooper Webb in 12th. Yeah. I did I did not have Chad Reed in the top 12. I was going to say, why? Uh, he had some injuries coming into the race. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, I think they were bigger than uh, people know. So that's where being in the inside helped a little bit. I knew that he was <clears throat> dealing with the injuries. So, But still, come on. Uh, I think they were bigger than, than we all thought. So Okay. But, uh, yeah, so I missed out on Bogle. Uh, Brayton and Mookie. I don't think many people had Mookie. Not that he can't do it, but no. uh, you know, uh, he fell on the last lap, or he might even got fifth or sixth. So, um, yeah, he was in sixth when he fell. Yeah, how I. Did uh, Grant, how did Grant and Sealy both, or how did Grant and Mookie get back by Sealy? Sealy fell. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I didn't see that yeah. part. Yeah, he, I rewatched it and I didn't. see No, it. he washed out. Okay. Um, I. Uh, I might drop. I might drop Coop out of my top twelve. I might be off the Cooper Webb uh, bandwagon. I did. I did not have Brayton in my initial top twelve, and we talked about it last week. But I remembered he's good in St. Louis. It's good dirt. It was a little bit of a technical track, so I'm like, I'm putting him in there. I, I, I'm, I'm putting. I'm putting Brayton in there, and I'm glad I did. But uh, where did he go? Yeah, for, for me, I don't. I'm not going to put Mookie in the top 12 again. No. I need I need to see more. He got a good start. He rode good, but mm-hmm. he had a lot going on. So taking last week's results, I pulled Mookie out. Um, I put um, Millsaps back in. Yeah. I pulled Bogle out, and I put – I think I put Barsha in. I think Barsha beats Bogle. Um, and then that last spot, you know, like we talked about, Cooper Webb. Yeah. Um, a little bit, a little bit disappointed with with his return. To be honest, I thought he'd be better, but he's never raced on East Coast. I know nobody looks at that, but he's never raced East Coast tracks ever in his career. It makes a difference, I think. He's no, never, but seen he's that kind of from sport. the East Coast. <laughs> I know, but he's ridden ruts and you know that kind of stuff. So. We'll see. He's been at Seattle before. He's won at Seattle before, so right. um, maybe he'll be better this weekend. All right, so going forward to Seattle, like looks like the rain's coming. Although you know we're still a few days out, looks like it's going to be soft dirt, but. Um, if you if it if it gets into be a torrential downpour, um, uh, I tickle move tickle up, maybe move Barsha up uh, to wherever you were going to have him. Uh, Marv also very good. Yeah, but they're all pretty good, right? Yeah, like, they're good anyways for like, sure. Like, is there anybody that is just way better in the mud than than not? I would say maybe Barsha. He you know he won a few outdoors in the mud. Mm-hmm. I would say he's better in the mud. Um, tickle yes. But uh, maybe Sealy no, so yep. Sealy down. But I think the rest of the guys, Tomac, Dunge, yeah. Marv, Anderson, and Baggett, even Millsaps is really good and that kind of stuff. So it's hard to, you know, in at this level, I don't think it's, 
you know, I don't think there's anybody that's like, oh, you have to move Cooper Webb to third because yeah. he's good. But, yeah. you know, I don't yeah. think, not in this class. Um, so I'm going to go, and I think you're going to go, Tomac Donjmarv in Correct. Seattle. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, after that, um, Baggett, Millsaps, 4 5. See if it's ruddy and crappy, you might want to drop Sealy. Don't put him out of your top twelve, but drop him back a little bit. Yeah, I agree with that. I think I think Anderson right there too. I know his starts have been questionable and then he had the one good start and he fell, but I think I agree with you the bag at four five, Anderson, Tickle, and then maybe Sealy. Yeah. You know, which that's pushing Sealy back a lot, but um he right. hasn't done his best in these conditions. Uh, ruts and um, soft dirt and everything else is very, very tiring. Maybe drop Malcolm out of your top 12. Brayton, also not that good at that kind of stuff. Uh, drop him out. Uh, put Barsha back in from last week. Dean, Dean's fine. Put him in. Um, Bogle makes a lot of mistakes. You might not want to put him in if it gets all ruddy and crappy, you know, because mistakes are key. Baggett will just keep hammering the track like it's an outdoor track. You know, yeah, Josh Grant. I think you have to put him in. He's, yep. you know, he's got experience in, in the mud, and um, and he's been top ten almost. I think every weekend, or at least most of the weekends. Yeah, absolutely. And I would put Chad back in the top twelve. Yeah, uh, he could. He could be argued to be. Him. I think that last spot's tough. Chad Webb, um, you know, Bogle Brayton. I think you have to look at practice times and just see. You know. And this week practice, I think Chad was 17th. So I mean, there was there was no real reason to put him up there. Um, no, I'm. I think it's, I'm done. I'm done on Cooper Webb for the top 12. He may burn me very easy, but I'm done. Yeah, he got 14th this weekend, and I think what 13th the week before, and uh, he's, he's struggling for sure. Yeah, I think he he'll be better. Um, I think he'll be better this weekend, but you know. So it, with with a, with a soft ruddy track, I'm taking Mookie, Brayton, and Bogle out, and I'm putting Chad. Barsha and who did Millsaps. I say? Millsaps back in. Yeah. So no, still no Josh Grant though. No, from the results this weekend. Oh, uh, from the results. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. yeah. M- Mookie, Bogle, and Brayton. Brayton out. Okay. Barsha, Chad, Millsaps in. Yeah, you can't argue that. And I'm putting Millsaps uh, four, five, six somewhere in there. Yeah, I'm I'm five six for Davy. I think yeah. I still th- I. Uh, not question his fitness, but we've seen him in the end of the races lose a few spots, and I, yeah. I think Baggett's only going to push forward um, to the end. So I think Blake beats Davey, but mm-hmm. only by one or two spots. There. And Tickle should lead Anderson, Baggett, Millsaps, uh, Seeley should be in the group together. But after that, Grant, I would put Tickle as the next guy. He's good in Seattle. Good in the runs. Yeah. He's won there before. Yeah, Tickle... Tickle, Grant, Dean, that whole group. I think Dean's a stamp at top 12 guys. Yeah, well. yeah, I agree. Um, all right, Moto Dynasty 250 East. I struggled, I think, again. Uh, let's see here. I had two zeros. Lorenzo and Dakota Alex were my zeros. I did not have Wentland. Remember, I jumped off Wentland's bandwagon. I did not have Wentland, and I did not have... Gannonadeth, yeah, yeah, Gannonadeth did well. Uh, I had Savachi winning; thought he would make a stand. I had Jordan Smith second, so flip flop those two guys. Been impressed with Jordan. I went Craig third. I know, I know. Osborne fourth because of the crash in practice, and he missed the second practice. And I'm like, you know, this all bodes for trouble. But he won the heat, and so I was like, oh man. But then he rode, you know, he got third in the main, so. 
He wasn't as good as usual, but I still uh, devalued him too much. I put him in fourth. Um, I had AC fifth, Ferrandez sixth. Ferrandez is always going to be the leader of that next group, although he did beat Craig in AC. Um, I had Cunningham in seventh, Reslin eighth, Mitchell Harrison ninth, I had Lorenzo tenth, Dakota Alex eleventh, and A Rod twelfth. So, like I said, I missed out on those two guys. I missed out on Audette and Wetland. Yeah, we almost had, we almost had an identical team. Um, I had Savachi to win, Jordan Smith second, and I had we swapped AC and Craig. So I had AC third. I had Osborne fourth, like you, for the same reasons. You know, I wasn't sure how sick he was. He had a crash, and then he also missed the practice. So I had him fourth as well. I got Craig right in fifth, and then Ferrandis I had in sixth. I agree with you. I think he's that next group. Yeah. Right, he's he's in the top six now. Right. Cunningham seventh. Uh, we flip flopped those. I had Harrison eighth and Renslin ninth. So I think you had it the other way. Um, I had A Rod tenth. So I correctly got that right. And then I got two zeros as well. Dakota Alex, which uh, two weeks in a row I put him in there finally, and he got me zero both times, which I don't like. <laughs> and he got the whole shot. So I don't know what happened. <laughs> so and I had Frederick Noren. He was oh, back. Oh, Freddie. And I was a believer. And yeah. He let me down. Yeah. So, um, I did get I did get the moto winner right, um, but I, I went for the whole shot, Jordan Smith, and I got it wrong. So I, I'm swinging for the fences. That's where the inside knowledge helped me out a little bit because I knew AC's crash was pretty good. It was you know a good one. So I knocked I knocked him to fifth off of that off of that. But I should have yeah. I should have thought Ferrandis could have beat him. Yeah, I mean I I mean I knew his crash was was pretty good as well, but I just think that I still think that he's a top four guy to yeah. me. And I guess I was a little wrong. But. So, um, 250 West picks back up uh, for this weekend. Forkner is out, everybody. And I'm going to shock... What? Jeremy, Jeremy Martin's out as well. Oh, he is? Yeah, he's going to be out. I, don't think, I guess that's probably not public knowledge, but it is now. So, uh. See, I heard he got hurt, but then I asked somebody, they're like, no, he's fine. So, I got I got lied to then. Well, I guess we'll see Saturday. <laughs> Maybe okay. my sources are wrong, but right. I, I believe Jeremy Martin's out, and uh, yes, as well as Forkner. So um, you guys are out. Yeah, so keep an eye on that, everybody. So when we last left it, Hill had the points lead, Forkner got second, Plessinger got third. I'm going to shock the world and say that with this track in Seattle, Plessinger is going to take his first win. Ruddy, crappy, Indian. Think Indianapolis last year. All of that. He will definitely be probably the fastest. Right. But but I I still think that Hill, who's also very good in the stuff, he's from the Pacific Northwest or up that way. I think that he's going to be the. I think he wins. I still think Hill wins the race. Okay. Well, yeah, he's definitely used to that stuff, right? So. Yeah. I mean, going off the last race in Arlington, obviously different conditions, but you know it was Hill, um, Hill, Forkner, and Plessinger one, two, three. You know, you take out Forkner. I think. He, you have to put Hill and Plessinger 1-2. Uh, um, I'll go Plessinger and, Hill. <clears throat> Plessinger Hill and then yeah. McElrath? Yes, then McElrath. Okay. Um, and then, as we've said all along, um, Marty, fourth. Marty fine? Marty, uh, I think he's dealing with an injury, but I think he, uh, he's, he's going to be okay. He only needs a few yeah. points to point out. No, uh, he needs 29. That would be two races. Okay, I'm just saying. <laughs> I want to get it earlier, so. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay, so 
I'll go Marty fourth if he races, and then Dakotas Reardon are your next guys, no matter what, in some order. <laughs> Put Dakotas Reardon after that, right? Yeah, and then I think it's pretty open after yeah. that. Like with uh, Martinez, Hayden Melros, Kyle Chisholm, yep. um, McConaughey. McConaughey, next- McConaughey's from up there. He's really good in that kind of stuff, so keep an eye on that. And remember, he rode pretty well on that new on the new 5150 team, so... I would stamp McConaughey for top 12, even though you, he, did, he, he got it last time he raced, but you may not know him, you know? But when, yeah. you add, when you add in how good he's been riding and then you add in those ruts and everything, I'd put him, in, put him up there. He's definitely in the top 12 for me. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think for sure he's in the top 12, and even, you know, with the guys that are out. So um, for, for me, it's, I think there's going to be more privateers that we got to look at for the 11th, 12th spot, the, like the Justin Starling, mm-hmm. the you know those kind of guys. The cat, gonna the cat will be back on, right? Last yep. uh, Scott Champions. You know he's been yep. racing every weekend on a 450, so mm-hmm. he hasn't really had that break, um, which is usually good for guys that have been racing a lot, like Chisholm as well. So I think it'll be good for for Chisholm and and Champion going into into Seattle with having more races under their belt. Yeah, I agree. That that helps you. That really does. So. Um, yeah, I'm with you on all of that. I think uh, Oldenburg is back also. He's one that we need to talk about. I think he'll be in that group uh, towards the front. Yeah, yeah. He broke he broke his collarbone round two, I believe. Yeah, two or three. Yeah. And uh, I hear he's riding really good. So for me, I put Oldenburg actually ahead of the Jimmy Dakotas and Reardon. So in that uh, Martin Martin range. Mm-hmm. Put, so the four five range for me. You I, think he's that good? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And he's also good in the mud. Remember Indiana a few years ago? I think True. He yeah, got second in the moto. So uh, whether it's muddy or not, it's going to be ruddy. And yeah. uh, he's good in those kind of conditions. So you know, being off that long, I don't put him with Hill and Plessinger, mm-hmm. even McElrath yet. Yeah. But uh, right in that next group, four or five for me. Well, yeah, uh, Plessinger, Hill, and McElrath have to be your top three in some order. If you want to put McElrath winning or Hill, I'm fine with that. But I'll go with Plessinger. Okay. Yeah, I agree. And then the next two, we kind of agree. I mean, do you think Oldenburg's that high, or do you think he's farther back? I think he's further back. I do. So, like, the 7-8 range behind um, Jimmy, behind Jimmy Behind Dakotas and Reardon, yeah. Okay. No? Am I crazy? No, you're not crazy. I mean, we haven't. We don't have much to go off of, but I think that he's I think he's really good. So. Yeah. And then, for, for me, that next group is Chisholm, Mel Ross, Martinez, yeah. uh, McConaughey, Starling, even he's been racing West Coast. Hanny? Hanny? Do we know? Hanny Wildcard? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Does he race still? Bowers? Bowers doesn't race. No, Bowers races. He was just in, he was just recovering. I sent what a text mean? to him to ask him if he's racing this weekend. I haven't heard back yet, but... I don't think he's racing. He broke his femur. Yeah, but he's fine. Okay. Yeah. Anyways. I, guess, but, yeah. I mean, obviously, if he was racing and he was in good shape, yes. Uh, JGR has a has a rookie fill-in rider. This yes, week. Caden Otten, right? He's a he's a mystery to most of us. Mm-hmm. I have I have seen videos um, of him riding. Mm-hmm. He's getting better. I don't think he'll be top twelve. I do not opinion. either. No. Um, going off of what the riders at the Suzuki track say, he's he's good at that track. Um, but a lot of guys are good at their test track when they ride every day, and you know there's nobody else on it and things like that. So. Um, for me, I think if he makes the main event, that would be, you know, that would be, that would be good, you know, but I, he won't be my top 12. 
All right, um, if we find out something about Martin, I have text out right now to Martin about Martin and Bowers. We'll let you know during the show if we can. Um, all right, let's move on to the Rocky Mountain League, and for that, uh, we'll, we'll bring in uh, Ray Butts, and we'll, we'll talk a little bit about Rocky Mountain, where we see it's, again, it's top five, uh, and the wild card is seventh this week. So, um, Dan, you and I caught up to Ray yesterday to uh, discuss Rocky Mountain and discuss how we did, and uh, let's listen to that now, and then we'll come back and we'll talk about uh, motocross fantasy. Okay, as promised, uh, when we talk about the Rocky Mountain League, the RMFantasySX.com, it's a great league. It's free to play, tons of weekly prizes. You don't have to play it all year long to win the prizes, but they are giving away a couple of KTMs, Dunlop, A-Stars, DC, Motion Pro, 100% stuff each and every week. Uh, Rocky Mountain ATV MC, your premier source for power sports gear, parts, and accessories. Head to rmfantasysx.com to play. As we said, it's not too late to play. Uh, you can win weekly prizes. And uh, let's talk a little more about that game and everything else when it comes to the Rocky Mountain League and maybe how I'm doing so crappy at it as well on the NFAB RacerX Fantasy Supercross podcast. Uh, Raymond Butts is on. Uh, what's up, Ray? How are you? Not much, guys. Uh, doing well. Uh, you know, just enjoying uh, the spring weather. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Um, I got a massive head cold, as probably everybody can hear. So, and uh, Dan Truman, how are you? I'm good. I had a I had a good week in Rocky Mountain. We got four of the the top five correct. Um, nice. so yeah, it was a good week. Um, Ray, wh- where are you ranked right now in in your game? I'm I'm twenty. 22,687, which isn't too bad out of 67,000 people who play. I only got 40 points this week, but where are you at, Ray? Uh, you know what? I haven't even looked at my overall. It's so pitiful. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm so low down. I know, like, here at Rocky Mountain, I'm, like, 66 out of, like, 150 people or something. But, okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm pretty low. I, I imagine in the overall, I'd be surprised if I'm in, I don't know, 30,000 range somewhere yeah. in there. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a tough year. I think I got the I got the wild card right one time all year. That's really the key, huh, Dan? Is getting the wild card. Yeah, yeah. The the wild card with the twenty five points is, is huge. I've actually moved up quite a bit. I was with you, Steve. I think I was even behind you for a while. Um, and I got the wild card right two weeks in a row, and I'm up to eight hundred fiftieth place, which is yeah, that's really wow. good. Uh, it's the best. It's the best I've ever done in, in Rocky Mountain, and uh, like I said, I got the top four right this week, and that helped quite a bit. I got 85 points for that, but if you get that wild card and say the top four, you know, you get 110 points. That's that's huge in this game. Yeah, so, you know, the points are close. I uh, so. I had Tomac winning, no surprise there. I had Marvin second, a Dunge third, so I got those wrong, mixed up by one. I had Baggett fourth when it was Anderson, and Anderson was fifth, and uh, uh, in my league, and uh, it was actually Josh Grant. Who got fifth season best fifth place? I had Mookie in fourteenth, and it ended up being Cooper Webb, the fourteenth place wild card. Like we talked about last week, Dan, it could be anybody, and I wouldn't have picked Cooper. So you know, it's just one of those things. Um, but I had Mookie as I had Mookie as well. Did so. you? Yeah, he has a nice spot. Yeah. Of course, he has his just about season best ride. Dan, when, when we when we yeah. predict that, it was it was his best ride, right? Right. I think so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, yeah, they were talking about how they've been trying to strategize with him. They finally just let him run his own race and, you know, had a pretty good finish. Yeah. Um, Ray, do you have your picks in front of you, who you went with? Yeah, yeah, I picked uh, Tomac to win. Uh-huh. And just because it seemed like the podium had been kind of sticking there, I mm-hmm. went ahead and put Moosekin in second, Dungey in third. Yeah. And then, of course, my guy Baggett, you know, he seems like he's been on fire. So I threw him in fourth and then Anderson in fifth. 
And then I chose Josh Grant as my wild card, and of course that was all scrambled. So, <laughs> um, what a mess! Yeah, well, you, so you had the same same as me, exactly same as me, except for uh, uh, the wild card. So uh, not so bad. Last week I got eighty five points. This week I got forty. Um, Dan, yeah, as you here. as you've been saying, Dan, it's phenomenal. Somebody picked Josh Grant for fifth place. Yes. Oh, not only did they pick Josh Grant for fifth, they also had Cooper Webb for fourteenth, which. That's not that big of a stretch, I think, with Cooper just coming back. You know, he got 12th or 13th, I think, his first race back. So the Josh Grant for fifth, though, nothing against Josh, obviously, but right. he hasn't been around fifth place all year. Um, so for them to get that right, I mean, kudos to them. That's awesome. But it's just, I just, every weekend you see a crazy, like, you know, somebody in the wild card spot that shouldn't be there. And, and these people get them right, and they're just amazing. <laughs> they're amazing. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. Right. Well, we're sitting yeah. here. We'll, we pull the data, and we're like, how in the heck did somebody get that? So we start worrying, though, is somebody cheating? Is somebody right. gaming the system? Uh-huh. And we'll pull it up, and literally the people can get, like, no points one week, and they'll get, like, all six the next. And it, it's just there'll be some random player that just throws in random picks, and you're like, Jeez. How yeah. in the world? Like, I mean, they're not out of doing six, well overall, but yeah. all of a sudden they'll get all six right. Yeah. You figure out of almost 70,000 players that there's those guys who just maybe go off practice times, and that's exactly where they fall in practice. I've, I've seen that happen. You know, with Anderson got ninth a few weeks ago, a uh, few people had that right, but he was, I think, eighth or ninth in practice. So that may have been someone yeah. who doesn't really know much about the sport, and they were just like, oh, I'm going to put Anderson ninth, you know? So I can see that happening. Yeah, it, it's uh, yeah for sure. It's it's crazy though. Yeah, some of these results that we've seen and people pick them, you're just like, what is going on? Like, again, we have our shows, and Dan, Dan, and Paul Parabinos and JT have all won a ton of stuff playing fantasy, and and they're shaking their heads, Ray, going, what? <laughs> so, <laughs> I know. Well, neither of you. Uh, it's a tough year. Yeah, yeah. To me, it's just it's been kicking my butt because, like, it'll be consistent, consistent, and you'll think, okay. You know, this time there's there's no way they're going to be consistent. This time I'm going to bet against the consistency. Yeah. And then they'll be consistent again. Then you're like, all right, I give up. I'm going with the consistent pick, <laughs> and then it scrambles. Right. You know. Right, so right. I'm always like one week off of trying to guess when it's going to mix up. Yeah. Go ahead, Dan. I was just saying I, this week for me, I, I did really well because I put Dundee in second. I think a lot of people like you guys had Marvin second, but yeah. I just don't think Mar. I don't think Marvin beats Dungey the rest of the year just because of the situation with the points. And that's the only reason why I moved him up. I'm not saying they're telling him to do team tactics or anything, but I have seen some interviews with Marvin where he said, oh, I wish I wouldn't have passed Ryan, you know, late in the race the one weekend, you know, because that was two valuable yeah. points. So well, I'm not saying see, that's he, where he got him last week. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, yeah. he passed him and I thought, oh, you know, maybe, you know, he probably shouldn't have done that. And, you know, he's got to help Ryan out. So I bet against him, and then he beats Ryan again. And I'm like, ah. so that's why it's Marvin in yeah. second again. Ray, do you go into the uh, Rocky Mountain KTM truck and maybe put some heat on Millsaps and Baggett, like saying, like, look, <laughs> I got you for fourth, and, and I'm a big, huge sponsor of this team, and I'm just saying you might want to get fourth, Millsaps. You know? Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll let them know. I'll be like, hey, you're in my top five this week, you know, but yeah, I'll yeah. let them know where, and, you know, and – Whatever. See, you know, I, I, I always worry that I'm going to psych them out even worse or something, you know. I mean, right. it's, it's such a mental game out there that I, I don't want to be 
I don't know. I don't want them thinking about a big lumberjack, you know, chasing them down after after the race. Yeah. How do you determine the wild card, Ray? Who does it? What happens? How how does that work? Is there a formula, or is it just a guy guessing, or is it you, or what what happened? They just randomly pull it. Okay. You know, they they try and keep it between – we really don't go beyond, like, 15th because there's always that local guy that could show up. Uh Uh-huh. Maybe for whatever reason we didn't happen to throw him into the mix, and right. they're usually pretty good about watching the. You know, they're watching like the qualifiers and make sure that everybody in the qualifiers on there. And if they have to, like at St. Louis, they had to throw somebody in the mix that right. wasn't previously on there. Uh, so they're usually pretty good about it, but we're always worried that if we happen to miss a name because right. some local dude shows up and qualifies and gets twentieth, mm-hmm. you know. Then everybody would be pissed at us because I'm sure, of course, they would have picked that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So. Right, right. Yeah, <laughs> no, absolutely. How's the game been for for Rocky Mountain? I mean, it's, it's a few years old now, um, but you, you know, you've teamed up with the Supercross guys to uh, promote it, and uh, Jeff Emig's on board with it and everything else. So, I mean, obviously, look, the Rocky Mountain, uh, the the site itself, the, the, it does really well, sells a ton of products and all of that. But I would say the fantasy thing has probably helped drive some business. You guys have done a good job with it, and while while you're making your picks, you go there and, uh, and order something up. Yeah, I think it's definitely helped. I mean, it, it's, I would say it's probably more about mind share than it is actually transitioning to, to sales immediately. But it's just one, it's just one more reminder that, Hey, we're here and we exist. And if you, you know, when it comes time to go get that tire or, you know, spark plug or whatever it is, you need a, you know, a new helmet or whatever it is, you know, we're hoping that you've seen our name enough that you're like, right. Oh yeah, I'm going to give those guys a try, you know? So, um, you know, in my mind, it's more of a, a mind share deal. Right. Uh, but yeah, it's it's been a lot of fun. It it was a lot of work to create it. I was mean, it? we yeah. wrote all the software here and everything, but uh-huh. but still, it's a lot of fun and and uh, you know really keeps everybody uh, engaged with with the sport. It's crazy too. Uh, the year that you stepped up and became a title sponsor of what used to be the BTO team, now it's the Rocky Mountain KTM team with Millsaps and Baggett and Bloss and Dakota Alex. The year you step up and do the team, I would say Dan, the number and when it comes to Rocky Mountain game, it's top five in a wild card. The number one rider that's put himself into the top five more times this year than ever before is is Rocky Mountain KTM rider Blake Baggett. Like that's that's yeah. yeah. Davy is Davy as well. I mean, Davy had you know the top five a few weeks ago, and um, you know for sure though I would say Blake. And and going back to driving tra- travel to the site, I have a lot of friends who aren't that into Supercross and Motocross, maybe just local guys. Mm-hmm. And I know for sure that they they all play fantasy because you know we play fantasy, and and all the time they they buy stuff from Rocky Mountain. And I think it is because of the fantasy, not. It's just a reminder, kind of like yeah. you said, Ray. I think they're like, sure. oh, they already, they already have, most of them have the link saved on their phone because it, they pick, make their picks, and it's just easy for them, you know? And I think that if the fantasy wasn't there, maybe, not that they wouldn't buy it, but it wouldn't be as convenient or on the top of their mind. And so I yeah. think it helps for sure. So. Yeah. No, it's, and it's fun. I mean, it's fun to have something that's engaging like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's why we make it free to play. I mean, it, yeah. it you know, it's uh keeps everybody engaged and just like uh, uh we were talking the other day with the wild card it keeps everybody in you know it's kind of fun to see somebody screaming for a <laughs> you know right, normally yeah. you're watching the front of the race and you're not paying attention to who's back in the pack but mm-hmm. it's kind of fun to see them you know screaming for that wild card which i will have to admit in in the entire life of the game i have never picked the wild card right <laughs> that was me <laughs> that was me forever last year i got it once and this year i got it once so 
Nice. It was uh, it yeah, was, that, that was me for a long time. I've tried every strategy. I've looked at averages. I've looked at how they qualify. I I don't know. Yeah. I just I, I just kind of throw my hands in the air and you know I'll tell you who's lucky that being JT that guy picks. <laughs> You know, it's amazing how he can pick the right people. I'm just like, how do you know? How do you he's know actually they're le- going to flip-flop? He's actually you know? a leprechaun, that's why. Yeah. And they're lucky. <laughs> <laughs> he's a real-life leprechaun. Yeah, really. Um, yeah, all right, well, sure. let's uh, let's make our picks for this weekend on the uh, rmfantasysx.com fantasy game. Uh, Seattle, weather's looking shaky, but... Uh, I don't know. I think we're going to see more of the same. Obviously, as always, check after practice. Check where the qualifying is. Check the weather report. If one of us starts tweeting about the rain coming down, it could really screw things up. I guess, Dan, I'm throwing this at you at the top of your head. If it is kind of a mud fest, is there somebody to get in there in that mix? That, that I mean, Roxon would be a guy, but obviously he's not racing. Uh, Moosegan would be a guy, but he'll be in your top five anyways. Is there a mud guy, Dan, that you might recommend? Yeah, I mean, I think for the top five, it's very tough. The Wildcat's seventh, and Barsha's good in the mud. We've seen him win a couple outdoors in the mud. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he likes riding in the mud, and he's also been getting better. So not for a top five for me, but for seventh, I could put Barsha in seventh if it is muddy. Yep. Um, I don't think that's a too big of a stretch for him. He's gotten eighth and, or ninth, I think, um, one or two weeks ago. So I don't think there's anybody outside the top five. Millsaps obviously could be a top five guy in the mud. He's also very good at Seattle. I think he's won there in the past. Um, so it, it's tough. I don't think it's going to be a mud race after seeing the track through the first few rounds of the year. I, I don't know if there'll ever be a mud race. They're, they've been so good about yeah. it. So. Yeah. Um, Tickle. For, for me, yeah. I mean, if we're going off the top guys, I think that the same same five guys for me are, are the same riders, mud or not. Yeah, I think you know, so. For, uh, for me. Tickle's good, too. Tickle's good in the ruts and the mud. Um, but I'll yeah. go Tomac. I'll go Dunge. I'll go Marv, one, two, three. Um, Anderson is probably fourth, and I would go Blake Baggett, fifth. If you wanted to throw them, mix them up, uh, go Baggett, fourth, Anderson, fifth. I'm good with that. Um, and what do you think, Dan? Is that would you? Is that where you yeah, go? Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, I would say Seeley is actually maybe one of the guys that hasn't been good in the mud, so he, he probably, he's been in my top five for most of the season. This would probably be a race that I would put him outside the top five, so I agree with you. I'm going to go – Dungy or Tomac, Dungy, Marv. I, like like I said earlier, I don't think Marvin beats Dungy anymore, just for the fact of the team and the points, and not that there's team tactics, yeah. but just in general, I don't right. I don't see it happening. And then, uh, like I said, I like Baggett. I know he did some outdoor testing this week, and um, I like Baggett for fourth, and then probably uh, Anderson for fifth, and Barsha for seventh is what I'll do. Uh, what about you, right? Uh, what do you think? Yeah, that's that's kind of the podium for me as well. Um, and you know, like you said, depending on practice and everything, but I'd, I'd throw Baggett in there again. I mean, he likes it rough and gnarly and uh-huh. and whatnot. Uh, I would even mind uh, throwing uh, Millsaps in there for five against Anderson. You know, just you know, sure, got to yeah. stick with my team. <laughs> well, and then seventh, yeah. uh, let's go like. Uh, Let's go Cooper Webb or somebody like that. If it's ruddy, and even if it's not muddy, but if it's ruddy and soft, and it will be because it's Seattle, and Dan, you're right, yep. that they, they do have the ability to uh, fix the track better than they ever have. But I'll go um, – I'd go Tickle seventh. Like, he's been good anyways. He's good yeah, in the ruts, yeah. you know. So. 
Um, yeah, I, I like the uh, I like when the handicap goes either really close because the six five six seven range is tough. Mm-hmm. And I like like last week when it's fourteenth because you know those spots are they could be anybody you know. And I think here that's where you make up points. So you know we all three have different different wild cards, and I think that's because it's seventh. You know, it look, it's good for the game. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, seventh for me, uh, yeah, Tickle, I think I like Tickle. You know what, though, Ray? You talk about Millsaps, and again, ruddy, crappy. San Francisco, years ago, Millsaps was great. Uh, Daytona, he's been good at. So, yeah, maybe maybe I'd bump Anderson out. I mean, Anderson's starts haven't been great. They were in, in St. Louis, but then he fell. So I'm going to go. I think you changed my mind, Ray. I'm going to go bag at Millsaps 4-5. Your two guys, Rocky Mountain KTM guys, right there. So yeah, I like that, and and you know we'll look at the track at, like we tell everybody every week. Look at practice times, watch you know the race day live coverage if you can, just so you can see the track. Um, but you got to remember that the track's going to break down so much, and now with time in events, I think you know Baggett's going to be strong. I think Baggett's a, a stamp it you know top five guy this weekend. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Well, there we go, everybody. So we're all we're all agreement though of Tomac. Winning again, but he won't take the points. I got lead. a question for. I yeah. got a question for Ray. Is the double points round? Is it just one round? Is it a random round, or do you announce it, or how does that? Has that how does that work? Because I know it'll be past, one round, and uh, typically it's New York. I think it is New York again this year. Okay. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know Sorry, how it works. It's going to change. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So the double points round's also. I need to. I need to somehow get all all six right there. Yeah. So. It's uh the guy that won last year. That's what won it for him. He he rocketed to the top in double points. I think he got like four picks right that week. Really? Huh? Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Do you? Yeah, I mean, I'm in. Uh, Ray, do you I'm know? In, I was just saying. I'm, I'll go ahead, Steve. Ray, do you know any of these guys that win at, win the truck that you gave away last year and the bikes this year and everything else? Like, are these guys on uh, the industry or do, you, do, do are they just strangers or just random people? Yeah. I mean, they uh, the guy that won the truck was in the middle of Missouri, like smack dab in the middle. Okay, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, he was actually at St. Louis this weekend with his family. We we got to hang out and chit chat for a minute. Oh, that's cool. And uh, super nice guy, you know. Yep. But uh, yeah, just middle of Missouri. Oh, that's, you know, yeah. we've had uh, winners of the bikes. Uh, one winner from the bike uh, this last year was actually here in Utah, but just once again a random yeah, yeah. player, you know. Uh, but we've had uh, people from, gosh, one guy was from like Walla Walla, Washington area. Yeah, yeah. One guy was from the middle of Iowa. So it's just, it's awesome. I mean, they're from all over. Yeah, for sure. That's cool. No, yeah. You think us guys like Truman and I and JT, we're all in the industry in the pits every week. You too, Ray. You think we'd be... Uh, we did the leg up, but I guess not. Walla Walla, Washington is where the picks come from. <laughs> so, oh, trust me, I get yeah. raft from a raft of crap from my employees and and coworkers. Yeah. they're like, "Well, you're there. How can you pick wrong?" Yeah, all no, right. I know, right? right? I know. Um, all right. Well, hey, Ray, thanks for your time on the NFAB Racer X Fantasy uh, Supercost podcast. Thanks again for your support of it. It's a really good game to play because it's it, it's simple, it's easy, great prizes, but you have that wild card to, uh, like you said, to, to something for cheer, to cheer for in the middle of the race when everyone's wondering why you're cheering. Um, so it's a, it's a great game, and we thanks for, thanks for your support, and uh, I guess we'll see you this weekend in, uh, in Seattle. Yep, see you there. Great. Thanks, Ray. Thanks. Thanks, Dan. Yep. Thanks, Dan. 
All right, welcome back. NFAB, Racer X Fantasy Supercross Podcast, Pro Taper, Scott Sports, and the RMFantasySX.com, guys. Yeah, funny how Ray says, to Dan, that uh, he goes to Millsaps and Baggett and tells him he's got him in the top five. No pressure, guys, but you're on my team, and I write the check. And Yeah, and he does, too. We were in the semi last week, and, you know, he's telling telling Baggett, how it starts, you know, how, how you feeling, you know, and, and Blake knows, we all joke yeah. around, they know, they know why we're asking. Oh, yeah, these, these guys are, are terrible, like, they, they hate it. Yeah, but it's, it's part of it, though, you know, I mean, you look at all the mainstream sports, and it's, it's uh-huh. a big part of the game, and what Rocky Mountain's done, um, I mean, there's 68,000 players playing, so obviously people like it and enjoy it, and I think he's, he's done a great job with it. All right, motocrossfantasy.com, Handicap League, four riders, can't pick the same four two weeks in a row. Um, new scoring system last week, and what did you think, Dan? I think that Justin took our idea of scoring more points, which is very good for the game because there was multiple picks that were uh, available. I didn't approve, I, or I didn't like that it was done with five races to go. There was a lot of people that were upset. Um, you know, which I get, and I talked to Justin about it, and he's like, yeah, it is what it is, you know. But he said he didn't want to reset the points, but then you go to this week at Seattle, and you can pick the same guys that you picked at yeah, Dallas. Dallas. Yep. So <laughs> you definitely can reset the points, you know what I mean? Like, right. Uh, I think if the game goes back to Seattle, then we shouldn't be able to pick the guys we had at Dallas. You know, if that's, yeah. if, if, if that's you cannot change it. it, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. So I didn't approve, I, I didn't like the way he did it like that, but I do like that there was way more picks available. Not everybody picked the same team. I know nobody had my team because I swung for the fences and I struck out. So um, you know, I, I like that the points changed. Just didn't like how he did it. Bowers is out for this weekend. Yeah. Um, Okay, so I got 114 in 250s and 59 in 450s. Is that good? <laughs> I'm just asking. I mean, <laughs> the actual 114 in 250s is awesome. I only got 92, but I got 110 in the, uh, in the 450 class. My 450 picks. Mookie was the number one pick at 50 points. Uh, I don't think I could pick him. I think I was off. Uh, I know I couldn't pick Grant either, which is uh, he was second. So, um Bogle was third. I did have Brighton 32 points. I, again, I liked Brighton in St. Louis. Just like the dirt and the track and him being close to home and everything else. Now, here's where the, the new scoring system comes in. Anderson was a, a negative two, 30 points uh, for his fourth place. So, um, again, you know, you never would have picked Anderson before, but now you did. So. Yeah, and that's, that's what made it better. And as well as Cole Seeley, Cole Seeley also got double points being a negative two, as well as Brock Tickle. So all three negatives did score double points. Mm-hmm. And it was good. But if you look at it in the last few weeks, the highest guy you could pick was maybe 26 points. Now there was there was seven, eight guys over 30 points. So yeah. with the new handicap system, it was better for sure. Um, I, I agree. I think it was way better. Um, so I had Brayton, Tickle, Chad. Just thought he would rebound, man. Um, and I had Cody Gilmore. He was a 15. He was spicy in practice. He was on the board. He was led. He won one of his practices. Everything. I, I'm like, yeah, Gilmore. I'm in with Gilmore. And then he got Carter off after an LCQ crash. He'll be out for a little bit. But um, yeah, I don't know. I just uh, the Gilmore thing. I just he looked good, Dan. I'm like, okay. I think the I think the Gilmore pick was a great pick. Uh, I considered him. You know, he's done well in St. Louis before. Yeah. 
he has friends that come to St. Louis that, you know, and that inspires him a little bit. I think without that crash in the LCQ on the start, he makes the main event no problem. Uh, okay, so you're not, you're not totally down on my pick. No, no, no. I, I think it was a great pick. I, I really do. I think it was a good pick. I was actually bummed that I didn't have him when I was down on the line coaching my other LCQ guys. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, man, Gilmore is going to get in. I wish I had him. Yeah. I wish I could trade you guys out somehow. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I swung for the fences. All right, who'd you have? I, I had Mookie, which, 50 points, yeah. and I, I was really happy with that. I couldn't pick Grant. Um, I would have picked Grant. I skipped on Bogle, thanks to Kyle Bentley. He's, you know, he, I don't know if he doesn't like to pick his guys or, or <laughs> what it is with fantasy, but he's just like, no, you got to pick someone else. I'm like, oh, okay. So I, I skipped on Bogle. Mm-hmm. Um, I went with Alex Ray to make his first main event on the nice. on the new team. Yeah. Man, it took a lot of pep talking, though. Oh, it was a I lot bet. Of, it was a lot of he work. He hit man. a cameraman in practice. <laughs> he, uh, he got taken out by uh, Barsha. He had an eventful day. <laughs> Yeah, when Barsha took him out, I was just so upset because obviously I'm with the JGR guys, and they're like, uh, you know, and I'm like, yeah. you took my guy out. Yeah. <laughs> my guy. And then in the LCQ, uh, he gets a good start from the outside gate, and then they red flag it, and I'm yeah. like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> for Cody Gilmore. Yeah, they red flag it for Cody. Yeah. yeah. So it was uh, it was an eventful day for him, but it, he paid off, you know, and um, and then I picked the cat, and he paid off. I gambled with the uh, with the cat. You know, there was a few guys out. Alessi got hurt. Yeah, Canard um, didn't. Canard didn't um, come, and then Nick Schmidt was out as well. So yeah. I thought that opened up three spots in the main event. And I just kind of went off results. And my last pick was. I know a lot of people had Cade, uh, Clayson, and you had him last week. You had him last week, right? No, you did. I had him this week at St. Louis. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And, and yeah. I just. I thought he would make the main event. I just did. And I, he had a crash, what, in the heat race, I guess? Yeah. And got hurt. Um, tried to ride the semi. Couldn't yeah. ride. And yeah. I was bummed. So, you know, I, I, so I had three good guys. They scored 50, 30, and 30. But without having four guys in the main event, you just can't be in this thing. So. Uh, yeah, Martin Martin is out. Jeremy Martin is out. So um, okay. good job on that. Um yeah, it's tough. Well, Reed let Reed let me down, and, and Cody Gilmore let me down. So I was I was screwed uh, either way in motocross fantasy. Um, all right, let's get to two fifties where I scored an impressive one fourteen. Yeah, good. Uh, um, and that was because waiting on my computer here. I had Freddie Norn. Which who, everybody had Freddie Norn. Did they? Literally. Okay. Yeah, they, I, it, I mean, not, that was nothing against Justin. He he hadn't raced in a few races, and I just think that right. he had a decent practice time, and then everyone ended up picking him. So I had Paul Coates. I went with Christian Craig. I just I just he's like Cooper Webb. I'm like he's too good to not get a good finish here. Yeah. And then I went with Jerry Robin. I, Kyle <laughs> Bentley suckered me in. We made it on the last lap in the LCQ. We, Which me, was insane. Yep. <laughs> insane. Yep. Jerry and I, we, we were high <laughs> as a kite at that point. Uh, things were looking great. And, um, yeah, and then he, it all went downhill from, from there. Uh, Kyle Bentley is convinced that he needs a new shock, a new suspension guy. <laughs> he's going to set, He's going to set it up himself for Jerry. So. Uh, Kyle was high on Jerry all week oh, leading yeah. up to it, and, and you know <laughs> he had to go to that LCQ. Had no chance at it, and then the last lap, some guys take each other out. But I can't complain. I got really lucky myself. I had Cody Williams, and he was 12th the entire LCQ or the entire heat race. And on the last lap, four guys, four, 
took each other out. <laughs> like, it was just a massive pileup. And, uh, and he got in, and uh, I got pretty lucky with that. But, yeah, I had Norin as well and Coates like you. So I thought they both were great picks. Yeah, yeah, Coates is back, right? This was Coates' first race back after a little bit? Second race. He Second race. Oh, did he? Okay, he good, yeah. Yeah, he was good there, too. I passed on Gannon on debt. His handicap went down. He got 50 points the week before, and I was like, ah, I was on the odd week, and normally I would pick him, and I just kind of, I was like, I'm going to try and gamble, you know, I'm going to gamble, and I went with Tony Archer as my fourth pick. He's got 450 experience, he's made main events in both classes, and he just didn't have it, didn't have it. Yeah, I uh, I did think hard about uh, Alex, too, being a, being a five, Dakota Alex, I'm yeah. glad I skipped it, but I was like, ah, I think he was on my initial list. Yeah, but if you look at the list, there was a lot of good picks, and that's what you know. That's what we yeah. wanted in the game. Yeah. You know, you could go down to Renslin, and you know, even Dakota Alex, he paid off twenty six points. It's only two less than Craig, so it wasn't a terrible pick. Um, you know, a lot of people picked Stephen Clark. Um, he used to race here back in the U.S. Yeah, what, what's his ago. deal? Is he back now for good or something? What's what's going yeah, on? Yeah, he's he trains at MTF and. He was in really good shape and ready to go for East Coast, and three days before the first round, he got hurt. So he, you know, he rode great in the heat race, and he rode okay in the beginning of the main. He's just not in shape yet. So okay. I think, come back to New York though, or Jersey, or wherever that race is. Yeah, I think he'll be a. I think he'll be a solid pick though. Okay. Uh, all right. So picking four fifties for Seattle, and again, keep in mind it's going to be soft. It's going to be ruddy. Uh, give me that Barsha at a five. Right. You yep. like that? Um, Millsaps, negative one. Grant, negative one. That's, they're not too bad. Uh, we talked about them getting, you know, fifth and sixth in the, in the 40 main is what we think. Webb's a five. I'm staying away. Just don't know anymore. Just, yeah, just lost. The Web five looks good. It does. Uh, but it, and, it re- and I think he'll probably be one of the top picks. He'll probably qualify well. But like we said, we don't even know if we're putting him in the top 12. So I think there's better picks. I think that uh, – I I look at somebody like even Tickle, I think, as a better pick. He's a negative one as well. I think Tickle's a solid top ten guy. Um, I stay away from Mookie at a four. Yeah. That's, you don't touch that. Vince Freeze at a nine. He hasn't had very good main events lately. He's Yeah, I feel like the same way, right? Yeah. He was I mean, he was getting fourteenth and fifteenth earlier in the year and and uh now it's he's not there's not as many great picks this weekend. I think you could uh you could gamble if Nick Schmidt's back with a 13. You know he does make main events, but he's going to get 21st or 22nd or 20. You know it's not it's not like a guaranteed 30 or 40 points. Yeah. What do you think? What do you think about Brayton? You picked him out of five last week, but you I did. Like I don't like him with the ruts and the softer. No, I don't like him as much. Um, him and Sealy are the same kind of guy. You know, just on this kind of tracks, they're not great. So I would stay away. I would take that tickle at a one. I can't. Um, I think he'll do well. I think the best pick might be Barsha. I really do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah I like I like Barsha. I like Wilson at a two. I think Wilson's a top uh-huh. twelve guy every weekend. Um, I don't know about Jake Weimer. It looks good on paper at a nine. Can't do it. Can't do it. We, you just. I don't know that you can do it. I just don't know that you can do it. Love He's Jake Weimer. Good guy. Definitely probably not his best conditions. No, <laughs> no, no. Although he did win the, uh, unbelievably, he won that huge mud race at Bud's Creek. He did, but that was almost riding like, it was so wet. It was like right. riding a water race. Yeah, true. Um, and I just, 
after watching all of his tire Instagrams this week, I've re- <laughs> I'm really just struggling to pick him. I feel like his program is not as strong as it was a few weeks ago. Yeah, he's, everything about Weimer's program is falling apart right now. Um, <laughs> all right, 250s for Seattle. Back on the West Coast, so picks are wide, wide open. Um, Martin's out. Bowers is out. Keep that in mind. Um, Hanson, don't know about, but don't know if I like that one. It's got to be better than that for me to pick him in these conditions. Do you agree? Yeah, need need more upside. What about is Heath Harrison racing? I think so. I mean, I know, he, I, would be, he would be the Rock River rider, correct? I would think so, but then I thought he said he was not doing anything till outdoors, and then he'll be on Cycle Trader team. So. Yeah, it's possible. I mean, I like the cat at an eight. We yeah. talked about, you know, being some people out. Like we talked about also racing. He just made a main event in the 450 class. Uh-huh. I think you should make a main event in the 250 class. You also hit a tower. He did hit a tower. I'm not saying he's solid. I'm right. I'm saying he's, he's there. Um, I'm curious. Uh, Justin hasn't added the JGR fill-in rider yet. I would, yep. He should be at least a 16, I would think. Would you pick him? Uh, I don't know. I would definitely watch practice. I mean, he's never raced a professional race. He's never, I don't know that he's ever raced an A-class race. Right. So, But he should be on the list for us to, to think about. Yeah. Mel Ross, I, not one? The Mel Ross-McConaughey-Starling group to me is tough. You know, I think yeah. that's kind of where they finish that area. I think you could pick Reardon at a, at a negative one. I think that uh, he's a top seven seven every weekend. He's a vet. Dakotas at three is better than Reardon at one. Negative three. They're going to finish it. I thought you said they'd finish six, seven, seven, eight, something like that. Yeah, but you have more room for Dakotas with that three. No, he he's ne- he goes negative farther back. So if Dakotas gets fifth, he moves him back to eighth. If Reardon gets sixth, it moves him back to eighth. No, moving back seven. Yeah, moving back seven. So Reardon would be better pick. You're right. That's what I was saying. I was just testing you. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, they're they're really close. So okay, so yeah, go with Reardon. Right. Uh, the you can if you're going to gamble like I am, I need to make up points. I'm I'm struggling. Um, I still have a shot to win our friends division. I'm 45 points out now. I was only 18 going in St. Louis. But I'm going to pick some guys like Lily at a 14 who made some main events, Shar at a 13 who made main events earlier this year. I'm going to be really swinging for the fences. <laughs> Starling? So. Surratt? Yeah. yeah. Surratt, yeah, I like Surratt. I like Chris Aldridge at 12. Oh, Aldridge. <laughs> I don't know if he's racing, though. I've seen some Instagram videos, and the bikes were upside down. And oh, really? Oh, geez. Yeah. So, but, I mean, he might race. Yeah. Remember, he was great in the mud in Vegas until yeah. uh, he went off the track. He hit a tower or a person, right? Yeah, he hit Dan Bentley. Yeah. And yeah. then his hip, and it was ugly. Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> all right, so give me your best four. My my best four, uh, I like Scott Champion at 10. I really do with him racing. I talked about that earlier. So I would go Champion, Aldridge, if he is racing, and then... My next two are tough. I think I go the cat and Brandon Shar. Huh. That, that's me. I mean, I'm gambling. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, Surratt's been good. I like Surratt at six. He's been good, but he's a SoCal kid. So is he good in the ruts and all that? You know, that might be might put me on the edge a little bit. 
But Yeah, I think for us, we're going to have to look at practice. Yeah. It's going to determine so much this weekend with the track. Guys I think you stay away from are like Hanson at a one. There's no, I see no value no. there. Um, Hayden Melross, I still think I think he gets top 12, top 11, but I don't see a ton of value there. Um, same with Cole Martinez. So like the ones and the the ones and twos are tough. They'll probably pay off 25 to 30 points, but mm-hmm. I'm look, I'm looking for 50. <laughs> Going big. Um, All right, NFAB and RacerX, thanks for those guys as well. Uh, Thanks to Scott Sports and ProTaper and the RM Fan at CSX. Thanks to Ray Butts for coming on the show. Dan Truman from Get and Athena, thank you. And, uh, yeah, man, we'll we'll talk later next week. We'll see how we did. And the West Coast is back, so it should be interesting to see points points and everything else should be wide open. So thanks, buddy. Thanks. See ya. All right.